Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves is the final movie in the series, and other than star Rick Moranis, it loses all of the cast members of the previous entries. It's also made for TV, so while we're at it, let's shrink our expectations. Welcome everyone to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I am Peter, and joining me is Tara. Hello. Can I ask Tara, do you consider Neil Diamond to be raw sexual passion himself and personified? Who doesn't? Okay, I was just curious, because it came up in this movie, and I, I was I was very curious. Uh, welcome everyone, it's a science fiction movie podcast. Uh, we are here today to talk, of all things, about Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, just to finish off the Honey I Shrunk the Kids trilogy. Uh, there was a TV show after this, which I did remember watching a fair bit of when and I was a kid. a Disneyland attraction. I actually didn't know about that. I think there was... No, it wasn't on a DVD. I think it was just like, I saw like a segment play on like a movie channel at some point, just sort of advertising yeah. it at some Eric point. Eric Idle's in it. Uh, so, good, good to know. But we did obviously the first two movies, and before Tara's done with the ace and we move on to David... Um, before you replace me and not mention a word of it <laughs> like they do for Diane in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the recast. Before you re- silently recast me. She looks so different that for a good couple of minutes before someone said her name, I was thinking, are you meant to be the same wife or is he remarried? Like, I really yeah, wasn't I know. sure. She, they're, they're, they could not be diff- more different from each other. Yeah. I mean, they both have blonde hair. Like, that's about it. <laughs> so... Yeah, so here to talk about Honey, I, We Shrunk Ourselves. We'll start spoiler-free as well, let's do. We'll give you a warning before we get to the spoilers. Uh, this one does stick out, though, because we don't tend to do a lot of non-theatrical movies. Uh, every so often, though, uh, in fact, not too long ago, we did Threads, which was a TV movie, and this is actually also a TV movie. I assume for the Disney Channel, since Disney Channel did a lot of that sort of thing in the mm-hmm. 90s. I thought this one was, like, made for VHS. Uh, IMDb to me says TV movie, so I mean, I'm, I'm sure it came out in VHS as well, but I imagine this was the time period where everything that was directed video was also made with the intention of, no, we can play this every week on the Disney Channel. You know, this, yeah. Brink, Xenon, <laughs> Girl of the 21st Century, that's all the ones I remember. <laughs> but there was a lot of them. I didn't have the Disney Channel at this time. I'm still in Canada. I, I had the. I never had it for like ever. Or, you know what I mean like, but I, I, I tended to have it for little pockets of time where I'd get it for like three months because it was cheap when you had the sports channels so if the football season was in I mm. would get the movie channels along with the Disney channel uh, but when the sports season wasn't on I wouldn't get those things which frankly in hindsight is pretty shitty why do I have to do without just because your stupid sports game isn't on yeah I mean TV is everything when you're a kid absolutely all i cared about <laughs> when i was eight years old when this came out that's all i gave cared about yeah uh so how could i get more tv what's interesting then is that this this movie well it is presented in hd depending on where you watch it now if you're on disney plus or whatever it is actually still four by three i was curious about that before i started it like is this going mm-hmm. to be because there's other i mean hell me and tim have been doing the subspecies movies on screams and that was a directed video franchise but the remastered versions of the first three are in widescreen like they did shoot it that way it's a future proof in it effectively well that's a full moon franchise and full moon has been doing a lot of remasters 
or their app. Well, no, no. Subspecies, much like trances, the first three have remasters, and then you get to the fourth one, and all of a sudden you're in shitty 4x3 <laughs> VHS-looking land. Not in, uh, not on the app. The app has HD versions now. Of what? Trances? Of trances 4 through 6. Oh, well, I mean, I've been using the app. Uh, I've just not looked at those, because I've had no need to. I've been watching subspecies, as previously mentioned. <laughs> I think all the, the evil bong ones, too, because that was my test, because I wasn't sure... Um, cause I had seen the first evil bong movie and it was like watching something through, I don't know, it, like a flip book. Like it was so low quality, <laughs> and, <laughs> but I watched it on the app and I was like, oh, this looks much, much better. I mean, it's still evil bong. How good can you get? But like, it's <laughs> at least it looked a lot better than the first time I watched it. It's sad that you've watched that more than once, but we'll move I on. But we'll move on. I've watched more than one of the series, too. Anyway. I don't want to discuss it. We've got more important <laughs> things to discuss. Uh, we have... And the thing is, is that this being a TV movie, right, it's a bit shorter. Clearly, it was made to fit into what I imagine was like a 90-minute time slot on the Disney Channel, because it's like 72 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I suspect, like, it's not... Seems about right. Yeah, they don't have as many ads on the Disney Channel because it was a premium channel, but they did have some. So maybe not during the movie, but they would want, like, a chunk at the end or, like... like you know, interstitial stuff. So uh, it's about 72 minutes long. And the first thing that I noticed watching the movie, before we get to like our general thoughts on it, is that the first two movies both had like, these long animated intros for the titles where you'd get like cartoons of, in the first movie, it was like little kids running around, you know, areas that were in the movie. And the second movie, it was all these cartoons of the giant baby doing stuff and being, not stuff that was going to be in the movie later, but just sort of general fun ideas that kind of went along with it. Yeah, a thing that is pretty memorable from those two films, too. Yeah. Because they're fun to watch. Whereas here, uh, there's not even, like, a title sequence. They just come up as the movie starts. And so, uh, you know, as as the scenes are playing out, you get the titles coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's just, it's, a, it's that cheaper movie, right? And it feels cheaper than the first two. It is not a big theatrical release. I mean, for a TV movie, I do think it, effects-wise, it does all right. For a 1997 TV movie... It does what it needs to do. It, 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 you know. Yeah, I mean, it does, but like, there's barely anything practical in this. It's all green screen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it suffers for it. The, their technique here is to just make everything really out of focus, so it looks like yeah, they're, they're tiny and everything else is too big to be in focus. So <laughs> brilliant. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about all that. But anyway, uh, I I did see this at least once probably not long after it came out because i was a fan of the first two movies as a kid when this was on tv i or maybe i rented it i don't know like how i I, you know got to see it but i definitely remember having it in tape as a kid i probably watched that a couple times but not enough that like i knew it really well like the other movies so for me watching it this this time it was a really weird like (sighs) not nostalgia that's not quite the right word but every so often there'd be a line or someone would do something or say something in a certain way and it would be like a weird like deja vu of like, oh no, I think I remember them delivering that line that way, right? Yep. I know every line that it is too because of the trailer for the movie. Because I never saw this, but they they would put this trailer in front of like the animated VHS, you know, the clamshell ones that came out. Mm. And because I didn't want to bother with remotes or going to fast forward stuff, I just like, well, let the trailers play out. 
and they played this one on like everything i think for a little while like get honey i honey we shrunk ourselves because there are certain line deliveries from the uncle and from the rick moranis that i'm just like god i know i've heard that line specifically that line a thousand times but i've not seen this movie before mm, okay that's interesting mm-hmm. uh i don't think it's from that that's true for me though because i did see the movie and I mean, maybe I saw the trailer as well, but I don't know if I did. I'm like, sure they play them all over, like, the Disney Channel. Probably. You, if you yeah. were watching it for three months straight. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's, it's entirely possible I did see it as well. Uh, but I know I saw the movie, and I, and I knew, like, I, like one of the vivid things I remembered was, like, the anti-critiquing the teenage boy's fingernails in the kitchen. For whatever reason, that memory... And also, the kid needs potassium. Get him some bananas. Was like something I remembered from this movie, and not a lot else. Okay, we have we have different memories that are being triggered. Then, yeah. Uh, so, anywho, what did you think of Honey We Shrunk Ourselves? Um, it's it's a sad movie. I don't like oh. it. It's a sad sequel. You know, even like the idea of recasting Diane, like this motherly character that you've. She's, I mean, she seems like the, maybe the least important or the least, I don't know, important in the, in the grand scheme of things, but she was, she was pretty important in the first one. And then in the second one, like, you know, the mother baby relationship was pretty strong in that. So like, just not not having her there, her voice, her face already feels like I, this isn't worth my time anymore because it's not consistent. It, and it's the it's the it, one honestly it wouldn't necessarily make the movie like this worthwhile like third movie or anything but i think having the real wife back would at the very least make it feel like okay you know what it's worth it just to see those two play off each other again having mm-hmm. this other woman instead especially when she tries to do some of the deliveries the same way the other actress did or you know not to spoil anything but the whole fainting when she realizes someone's been shrunk or blown up happens again but it's like yeah it's not you though like this is not the same woman fainting the same way so the the, the joke just feels hot you're just reminding me it's not her <laughs> yeah it's it's very odd and it it's like he calls her by her name and like she says my 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 children and she talks about like nick and adam and, and the girl's name amy is amy thank you who's uh, and like they're her kids, and like they're not your kids. <laughs> Who are and, you? And what happened to Diane? Like, did did <laughs> Wayne Zielinski invent a thing that could just erase people's memories and be like, "This has always been my wife. Look how hot she is." I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. There's a, there's a Diane and Sam from Cheers joke in here somewhere. I'm trying to find it. And I just can't. It's not happening. Dang. But uh, I think. Like, yeah, because Nick and Amy aren't there, and it's a shame they're not there either. But at least, like, okay, I understand why they're not around. You know, they, they've left. They're off doing their own thing. They're adults now. Adam, Adam was already, like, a pretty uh, big age gap between them. Like, yeah, Amy yeah. was off in college, right, in the first one. And I think the second, second one. In the second one. And, like, Nick was talking about college. So, like, Yeah, he was in high school. And uh, they specifically mentioned this has been eight years. It wasn't eight years later when it came out, but they they say it's for the sake of the movie's timeline, this is eight years later. So he was two in the first or the second movie, and he's Mm -hmm. ten now in this movie. That's the the sequence of of events. Uh, So we'll get into everything. Obviously, the main gist of the premise is that, you know, they shrink. Like, so it's, it's Wayne and his wife, Diane, 
and also Wayne's Big brother, fan. Wayne's <laughs> brother, who we never heard about. We didn't know he had a brother in those first two movies, but all of a sudden he's got a brother, and then his wife are the other two people who get shrunk. <laughs> so we have four adults who get shrunk. And do you know what the sad part of the premise is that I actually think is really good, but is wasted on this cheaper directed TV movie, is that. Having Wayne himself be shrunk and watching him as a scientist try and figure out solutions to things yeah. actually sounds like a good idea. Like, now yes. it's not the kids. And he's in his house full of inventions. Like, yes. they should have used that more. <laughs> there was definitely potential in the idea, but unfortunately, it's just that. And I, that said, though, I don't think I'm as. Like, I don't think it's good. I think it's a very, like, lower stakes lower quality tv movie i'm not as mad at it as you i don't think i think i'm just yeah, kind of i don't i really don't like it because it, it's also like the, the the solutions they come up with even as it like even if i was a kid i would be like this is dumb like you can't do that or it, yeah it's this silly, doesn't yeah. make sense like things don't they're, they're not clever you know they're just like wouldn't it be fun if that person was inside this thing and we could watch them do this and like They'd be You're dead. In Wayne Zelinsky's house. Like, yeah, don't do this stupid stuff where they'd be dead. Like, do the <laughs> do some some fantastical thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So to run down the, the cast here a little bit. So we obviously got Rick Moranis, which this was actually his last major role, was this movie, sadly, uh, mm-hmm. before he, he called it quits for a long time. Um uh, Diane's played by Eve Gordon, who I looked up just to see if she because she looked kind of familiar. She's done like bit parts here or there and a bunch of tv shows i, I looked her up too because i wanted to see is she like the wife of stuart gordon or <laughs> <laughs> who's who's linked to this franchise yeah but like he's probably better about this franchise so i think like he'd probably be like no way for mine is be like okay you can towards that you can, you can make it but like can you cast my wife in this <laughs> <laughs> um, cast her we, we'll make her one of the leads we then have <laughs> um the so the the, the brother stuart or, or he's the stuart uh pankin is the actor uh gordon selinsky is the uh the brother's name so he's new here he's another character actor you've probably seen in some things i looked him up he's he's been in a few things you may have seen i think he was in like uh was basic instinct he was a cop in that he was the sheriff and something else like you know he pops up from time to time so you might know his face and likewise his wife patty played by robin bartlett she you've probably seen her and things as well uh she's she very familiar yeah she's just one of those actors who pops up in small roles and a lot of things especially on tv so you've got that but we have a couple of more notable s- surprises in the kids <laughs> yeah. so uh first things first so we've got adam who's Wayne and diane's kid who was the baby in the second movie he's 10 he's the main kid and then you've got two other kids you've got his cousins who are the other you know pairs children so gordon and patty's kids we have the younger boy who uh what's name what's his name oh he's not next on the list i don't know yeah was it vincent not... i don't know i have no idea vincent might be the name of the the cousin other boys yeah <laughs> yeah because there's three other boys i know it's not ricky king ricky king was definitely the pretty boy that uh, the other one was into but uh anyway <laughs> he's the jonathan taylor thomas of it. yeah uh, but the older sister uh Zelensky Jenny is played notably by Alison Mack, who has a has a troubled future ahead of her after yeah. this. Uh obviously if she was on Smallville and that was successful for what it was for ten years, that's all fine. But then she was 
a high-ranking member in a sex cult that did a lot of really bad things. So I, I don't want to get into it. Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I just, you know, worth worth pointing out that that's a little awkward and uncomfortable. Have, have you been rewatching Smallville? I have, yes, yes. So you've been seeing her already. You, you were primed for this. I, I am used to... It's just so funny, though, because last week, the episode of Deep Space Nine that me and David... I mean, I mean David, me and Connor did uh, in the last week had John Glover in it, and John Glover's in Smallville, and now Alison Mack, who's in Smallville, has popped up in this. I just feel like the actors of Smallville are starting to pierce out into everything else I'm watching. It's really distressing. I know. It's this mid-90s time, you know, when they're all just babies. Yeah. Also, one of Jenny's friends is a young Mila Kunis as well. Yeah. Uh, so... That's kind of wild. I would say super young, but I'm pretty sure she was like 14 when she started that 70s show, so she can't be that much younger here. It, it was something like that, yeah. She, I don't know if it was quite 14, but she was definitely under consent age, because yeah, there's a lot of stories about that show and how young she was yeah. and how much she was already flirting with certain people and whatnot. Who uh, also, not as bad as being high-ranking in a sex slave cult, but uh, recently did come under a bit of fire for sending a letter to a judge to give her co-star some leniency when he was convicted <clears throat> of rape. Hey, you know, he was always nice to her. Jesus Christ. Except so, for some of the stories that she tells where he was really not nice. So, so yeah, screw all the victims, Ed, just because he was nice like, to you. Jesus. The worst is that it's after he was convicted. Like, I could maybe see, like, this Before. is our yeah. yeah you know we don't know everything we no one was there like except for the people involved like sure it's a bad look maybe just you know help, help our friend out but like after convicted like ugh. come on guys so, it's time it's time to let your friend go yeah so it was just a, there was a wild feeling to watching this where they're both so young like alice and mac and millikinus <laughs> are both so young in this so you're like yeah they're just babies right now you're innocent but i know you're not going to stay innocent especially alice and mac so it's, it's a very weird feeling to be like, this is before you went down a path. And that's just, I don't know, it felt weird. It felt weird to watch. Uh, so, yeah, that's that, that's all the notable cast. There's some other, like, you know, because cause what, what, what age is Alison Matt's character meant to be in this? Like 14, something like that? It's, it's definitely early to mid-teens. It's not late teens. This is definitely sort of maybe just in high school but probably upper middle I don't know. school i'm you know i'm getting really bad at this i had to go to a <laughs> high school for work the other day and everybody looked like babies and then i went to a university yesterday for work and everyone there looked like babies i'm like oh no it's happening i'm just i can't see it anymore you know i can only see like around my age and up <laughs> oh no everyone looks too young to me now yeah. Well, Super I mean, young. Adam and I think the other cousin is, or maybe about 10. So I, I'm assuming she's like 13, 14, maybe yeah, 15 I, I would say push. That. But um, she's in like, you know, maybe first kiss territory, which feels like 13, 14, give or take. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, I literally was just like, well, when was mine? Like, yeah, it's that. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the the main conceit of this movie is that the parents are shrunk and the kids don't know they're shrunk. The kids just think they've been left alone for the weekend and they're mm -hmm. going to use the house as they see fit. 
and that's the movie it's the parents trying to get the kids to be aware that they're there and that they're shrunk and that's that that's the that's the whole concept so uh, we'll get into all the spoilers and stuff in a second is there anything you want to talk about before we get to spoilers that we've not touched on No. Okay. Well, in that case, I really thought hard. <laughs> we could hear it. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> so, spoilers then. If you happen to care for Honey, we shrunk ourselves. They will now commence. This 1997. Let movie. the spoilers begin. Yes. Is there anything worth spoiling? That's what I'm really <laughs> thinking about. I'm mean, going to go through the movie, obviously, but I just, I'll just try to think. The is bubbles. It... The bubbles are stupid. <laughs> bubbles are stupid. The race car is kind of stupid. The, the, the race those... car, I can get behind a little bit, but like the way it ends is dumb, but that's okay. Yeah. I I think... The daddy long leg thing is stupid. <laughs> I know it's like a weird thing to nitpick, but like a toy car does not actually have room for legs because it doesn't intend to ever sit anyone in it. <laughs> Right, maybe a bigger one because you maybe you might put action figures in it, but a little tiny Hot Wheels car? No, there's no there's no room there. Uh, if if you had like the, yeah, I guess it was probably a, a Hot Wheel thing. No, but like, if you uh, have like uh, the Matchbox ones, like they're they're made to be kind of like to scale. Yeah. It literally no, it said there was the Hot Wheels branding on the track, yeah, so uh, definitely Hot Wheels. So oh, come I, on, they sold it, that toy after, so we should be able to find it and check. <laughs> true, it's true. Uh, it doesn't even seem like something made for the movie. It seems like just they picked a Hot Wheels toy and said, we'll make a, a an adult-sized model of that so we can mm-hmm. shoot this scene. Uh, he also had some Game Boy games uh, just around his floor because, you know, kid. Which ones did he have? I didn't see that. Oh, I don't know because uh, they were being used to prop up some of the tracks so I could just see that the side mm-hmm. that said Game Boy sticking out. I couldn't see what the games were. Oh, okay. So, but he's got a Game Boy somewhere. That's, that's that's something I noticed. I was only going to break out a PS One and we're going to get some get some real nostalgia. Watch them play some uh, Crash Bandicoot One or something. Oh yeah, because everybody had a PlayStation One. Everybody yeah. had a Nintendo. <laughs> well, no, what did I say? Hold on a second. No, no, no. I'm not accepting that tone because everyone did have a PlayStation One, and the N64 was the niche one. The generation before everyone had a Nintendo, PlayStation. Yeah. This gen, the the generation that is in this film. Yes, everyone had a PlayStation. <laughs> it's nineteen ninety seven. It's nineteen. <laughs> the PS one was sold to Nintendo. Nintendo sixty four was even out yet. I don't think was it. No, it came out in ninety six. It yeah. was out. But, yeah, it was. No, the N sixty four undersold. People know this. Yeah, well, everybody had the everybody had Nintendos. This is the Game Boy. That we're looking at here. Yeah, handheld, everyone had a Game Boy. Yes, I'm not disputing that. <laughs> everyone had a PlayStation 2. I'll grant you that. Everyone had a PS1 and a PS2. It was the PS3 where the, uh, the nosedived and the Xbox came in and swept up the, the, the receipts, if you will. Um, well, yeah. They had some good games. <laughs> N64 didn't do well, nor did the GameCube. The Wii did well. Wii U did terribly, Switch did amazing. That That's the, the lineage of the Nintendo graph. <laughs> and we'll see if the Switch 2 does well. I may actually get one. I've been, I've been itching to give it, it a I try. I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of a... Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. 
I well, I, I was tempted to get a Switch, and then I realized, no, nah, the, the new one's out next year. I won't bother. It's a waste of time now. I'll, I'll get. You don't know that one. though. You don't know. We we know we know. Come on, they've been saying that for the last like three years. No, Nintendo haven't. Nintendo been tight lipped. Whereas in the last week, Nintendo were like, "Yes, we're going to take t- for the first time ever in Nintendo's history, your online account's going to carry forward to the w- if we do a next system." What do you mean if? There's no if. You're doing a next system. Don't pretend otherwise, <laughs> Nintendo. Right, Doug Bowser, you prick! I know what's in your head. What a great name for a Nintendo employee. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time, but like, I feel like he was probably relatively qualified. But I'm convinced there was five other people who were more qualified. But they saw the name Bowser on that bit of paper and went, "Him, yeah, he's the one." <laughs> There's, I didn't, I don't know what ship he was on. It wasn't the Enterprise, but there was a James T. Kirk in my in the navy when i was in the navy <laughs> like that man is destined for greatness he ch- he couldn't go into the army he had to be the navy right i suppose that's true anyway you can tell we don't have much to say about how you shrug the kids because we're talking about nintendo <laughs> i hear mario wonders great uh I, 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 it's very good i i've never played more than 10 minutes of a 2d mario game i am really not the one to to judge they're very fun. Uh, I believe you. All right. So, where do we begin? Uh, there's a... Bu- oh, yeah, can we talk about the Green Lantern Project for a minute? Because I've... <laughs> I have thoughts. Are you talking about when he goes to his uh, Zelensky Incorporated building? Yeah, so, Zelensky's his own lab now. He's got his own company. And he's bad at giving presentations, but his brother's there working with him, and he handles all that. It's, it's all fine. But, so... When I said Green Lantern Project, I imagine some of the audience know the DC Comics property, Green Lantern, and thought, oh, Peter's going even more off-topic. No, I'm not. They call something in this the Green Lantern Project, which is they're developing something that, like, road workers and people who are working at night on the road can drink that'll make their skin glow green. There's a thing like this in uh, the new Zelda game, because there's so much cave exploration, so you could drink something that makes you glow. I'm, I'm starting to regret bringing up Nintendo. I've, I've, I've awoken something, apparently, in Tara. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but, so there's a whole joke here where it's like, oh, you know, we figured out how to do it. The problem is it doesn't spread around the body, and they, they both take a sip of this stuff, and then they lift up their shirts, and their stomachs are green glowing, but the rest of their body isn't. Uh, and then Wayne's like, mix it with calcium! That'll get it in all the right channels. Yeah, when, uh, when, when Wayne started talking about, like, how things would work inside the body. There was a moment where I went, is this set up? Like, is this, is this <laughs> foreshadowing? Are we going to get a fantastic voyage in this? Or some part of it? We don't. But like, it, it could have been cool. <laughs> I think that's part of the problem is, is that this entire part isn't set up for anything. Obviously, there's, they get a phone, they get like tickets to go to something and they leave an answering machine message. Uh, and because he phones his wife, so the whole setup at the start of the movie is that the two wives are going to go on a long weekend vacation and they're looking forward to it and the, the two dads are meant to look, look after the kids all in the one house, right? The the Wayne Zielinski house. Okay, fine. But Wayne's forgotten they're supposed to do this so when they're given this opportunity to go to something else, I, I don't even remember what it was, the tickets to something tonight. And he's like, oh yeah, I don't think we're doing anything this weekend. And then Diane gets gets the, the, the helmet phone thing on and she's like, no, Wayne! We're going on this vacation. We need this. We need this. Which actually... Yeah, she starts, she starts like, yelling, like, super loud. I don't remember that being a Diane thing. 
No, no. She she yells a bit later on. Yeah, I'll get to that because I want to set up why she yells later on. The entire the entire inciting incident, the MacGuffin that starts this whole movie off. <laughs> the tiki statue. That's it. That's the that's the the premise of this entire movie is that Wayne apparently when he started being successful as a scientist, he bought a tiki statue, which is like a, a weather uh totem or something. So he, he he thanks it for the nice weather they're having or some shit like that. And Diane hates it, right? She's annoyed that she can't at least put her coat on it, and he's like, "No, it's not a coat rack. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a tiki. It's it's a sacred. You don't do anything." And she demands that when she go off on her weekend vacation, you know, she makes a bunch of rules for the kids, and and she's like, "Wayne, get rid of the tiki. That better not be here when I get back." So Wayne gets his brother to help him carry it up to the attic. Which, by the way, I thought it was really strange that this attic was clearly based to look identical as best it could on the budget to the attic in the original movie, which is stupid because this is definitely not the same house as the attic in the original movie. Well, they moved in the second movie because they had to get closer to Vegas. Yeah, Uh, and I think they moved again, but they're not back where they were before. It's a different house. So this idea that we're going to have the exact same layout in the attic felt weird to me. It was like, you're, you're forcing this when it's actually just raising more questions. Like, Oh, he had to have it set up the exact same way. And the yeah. uh, sh- the, sh- the shrink ray looks a bit cheaper, of course. Everything looks a bit cheaper. Um, yeah. But yes, the whole thing here is that Wayne, despite the fact that the FTA has banned him from ever turning the shrink ray on again, in fact, it's gone into the Smithsonian as like a, just like a, a piece for the Smithsonian, right? A museum. Mm-hmm. And he's decided to literally... Because I'm pretty sure if the FTA have a ruling and then you break it isn't that a federal crime <laughs> probably <laughs> it sounds like it would be i me. don't know these rules because i i mean i actually i don't even know what the fta is <laughs> fta uh approve like i mean i'm not even american but i know that the fta have to approve a lot of new drugs and things like that if they're going to be sold and that's fda that's the fda Oh. Food and Drug Administration. What the hell is FTA? I don't know. <laughs> but they didn't say FDA in the movie. They definitely said FTA, and I just assumed it was the same thing I've always heard, and you're right. Trans- transportation? <laughs> FTA <don't>... Technology? <laughs> what is FTA? Free Trade Agreements. Can't be that. Doesn't make uh, any sense. I mean, maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Maybe it's made up. That's the FDA, but that doesn't even make sense, though, does it? It does not. I don't know. That's weird. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, and not only did they say that though, every time it's mentioned, and I, this was fine enough when the because the uh, the brother character Gordon he says, "Hey, there was a joint committee of the FDA and your wife that you would never use this again," and I'm like, "Okay, that's a funny line, right?" Mm-hmm. Right, the idea that oh, the like the wife teamed up with a government body and said no, you can never turn this on again <laughs> is funny, but yeah. the fact that she later on when she walks in and she's like saying you used that even though there was a joint committee of myself and the FTA, I was like, no, see now it's not funny. Now it's weird that you're saying it the exact same way is because before I thought that the brother was making effectively a joke. He was saying, mm-hmm. no, your wife will kill you if you use that again." Plus, the FTA told you not to, and he's referring to it in a funny way by saying there's a joint committee. But then she said it as well, and I thought, wait, 
Are you actually telling me there was a are joint you... committee between a government body and your wife? Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it was okay when she said it to her sister-in-law, who's like, who's like, oh, it sounds like the machine's running. And she's like, no, like you can't, he, he's literally not allowed to do it or he'll be arrested or something. Like that, <laughs> that would be fine, you know? So that's the confirmation that we need. <laughs> and not only does he do this just to hide a TK thing, uh, like... But unfortunately, they stored their their billiards equipment right above. It. Well, that, this is what gets me. Not only does the the, the pool ball is the thing that hit, comes down because that's the thing they shrink the tiki thing, and then the two guys go over, get the magnifying glasses out just to sort of confirm they've done it all right, and uh-huh. then obviously it's uh it starts powering up again, it, yeah. right? It starts power the machine starts powering up, and Gordon's like, "Hey, it sounds like the machine's powering up again," and Wayne's like, "Ah, don't worry, there's no one else in the house to press it," and at this point. And the ball falls down and eventually hits the button, I realized that the reason why they've added these extra gold pipes is not for no other reason than that these carry the ball in like mm-hmm. a little track round to the button. And yeah. I thought, this is bullshit. This is just straight <laughs> up bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's fine for like a, a kid's movie thing, but it is a little bit like when you're an adult watching it, it's like, well, that's... That's that's awfully convenient, but also like, why would you store billiard balls above a thing anyway? And then, um, like, if you're Wayne Zielinski and you accidentally use this equipment on people too many times, this needs to like have extra safety precautions. And if it's just a giant button that needs to be pressed, like maybe stop and get off of the mat that has the square <laughs> on where all the shrink ray will be, like. Well- I don't, there's just so many obvious things that as an adult you'd be like well yeah. this is really stupid let's keep going to give it a slight <laughs> amount of credit it, it it's only the button to be pressed because he already has his key in turned it's, it's because he's an idiot and leaves it all turned on when they go to check the thing it seemed like to turn it all on and get it going from the start he had to put in a key turn it flip some switch you know there was a lot to set it up but once it was like set up was shaking hands with danger like if you had like a <laughs> like a I don't know, like a backco or something, or like a, a <sighs> like a giant piece of machinery that's re- really expensive and can be really dangerous, but slow. You know, there's a lot of things like you you really have to not pay attention to get hurt. But when people get hurt, they like lose an arm or something. You know, so you you just you take extra measures. You you don't take chances. You're just like you know we have these 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 um, checkout uh, or um, whatever they're called, like the tag out forms and stuff for a reason we go through people to verify things for a reason this is dangerous equipment wayne Zelensky. your equipment you almost you almost killed your kids twice <laughs> all of them <laughs> so before they go up though to get rid of the kids and this really annoyed me actually so you've got 14 year old allison mack you've got 10 year old adam and then 10 year old Vinny. Maybe, maybe, Whoever maybe Vinny, whatever his name was, right? And Wayne says, "Hey, I'm going to help you make a model of like molecules out of food or something. I need toothpicks, though. How much do they cost these days? Ten dollars a banana, some of that." And <laughs> and um, like Alison Mac lies about it, and he says, "Here's ten dollars. If there's any change, get yourself some snacks, right?" And obviously we know they're lying about the price of the toothpicks and the toothpicks are probably going to be like, you know, cents, right? And mm-hmm. then the rest of it's for their snacks. 
and he sends them to the the store to get rid of them so they can go and hide the tiki machine and shrink it and that's when all this happens the two things that bug me here is one when the kids leave he turns around and says oh that was just a ruse to get him to leave and i'm like then why didn't you just say here's some money go get yourself some snacks snacks. (laughs) like you could have just said that but for some reason maybe he's like playing through like 4d chess and he's thinking i'll make the kids think they've outsmarted me and that'll make them not suspect the thing but they wouldn't suspect the thing even if you just were nice and said here's ten dollars go get some snacks i I, I, I don't know mom's not here you know like yeah Yeah. dad's that's the cool parent Go get yeah, some snacks. That's, that's great. Cool. I loved it when it was just dad, you know, because that means <laughs> we got like really good food for dinner. Like nothing was uh-huh. made, you know, everything was Obviously. bought. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely just, getting it, pizza. <laughs> it was a weird step that just didn't need to be taken. And I thought that was odd. But then what stuck out to me more so, and I realized that there's been some inflation since 1997, right? I understand that. But these kids come back with two full grocery bags and they've all got like uh, drinks in their hands, that like, yeah. like slushies or something. And this really stuck out because, I mean, just a little sneak into the future for some people. Uh, we're actually recording some December episodes of Collector's Cut right now and we did Home Alone. Behind and the there's this there's a scene in Home Alone where he goes shopping on his own and he goes up to the counter and he's got a trolley full of stuff. Right? He's got He's got two full big bags worth. And the whole thing only comes to like nineteen dollars, and like me and David were commenting on how, like, how depressing it is, how cheap that like that that would be like at least three times the price, you know, in present day for for what he had at his his car. But oh, yeah. he, if I leave the grocery store with like only spending sixty bucks, I'm like score. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> This is a little bit later, but like even with inflation in mind, I still don't believe that they had everything they had in these two bags and all those drinks. Like, because even in the like the mid to late nineties, like a stylized like slushy or something like that that you pay for as like a sort of treat, like that'd still be a couple dollars, right? Like that's not that's not like a can of soda. That you're you're paying a premium effectively for that. Mm, I don't remember. I didn't really get any slushies when okay. I was a kid, but. Um, I mean, admittedly, I want to say like the movie theaters. Like, I definitely didn't get them because it was like at least two dollars more. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely for the Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I had a hard time believing that the ten dollars spread that much. Uh, it was funny is is that Diane left forty dollars pinned to the board, saying, "Oh, that'll be enough for pizza," and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, for a couple of pizzas for you know two dads and three kids." Yeah, sure, right. And when they think the parents are gone, because they hear the answer missing message from the dad, which is actually out of date. This was like from before they knew they had to babysit the kids, but it said, hey, we're leaving. And the mums are already gone. And they're like, oh shit, we've got the house to ourselves. Alice and Max like, I'm going to invite over my friends and have a party. Don't tell parents and you two can do whatever you want. And she grabs the $40 and says, I'm going to go shopping. And I went, wait a minute, that's their dinner too. That's unfair. <laughs> they want pizza. Yes. At least I bet they do anyway. <laughs> I'd want the pizza. I'd be upset. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Like I said earlier, moms are gone. <sighs> Let's get pizza. Yeah, so that's the setup of the movie. Uh, <laughs> that's the first act, I guess. Um, the The moms come back because the younger cousin, he has a condition. He takes medication every day. Uh, or he gets paralysis. I mean, that's not trying medically work out what he's got. He's got a potassium deficiency at the very least. So, 
they come back because they forgot to leave his medication. So she rushes in and puts it on the kitchen counter. Um, which no one ever actually finds, because uh, later on they have to use bananas to like make him snap out of his his potential coma that he's got coming in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was strange that. Okay, so Diane is like, I have to go on vacation. She's yelling at her husband. She's she, this is the only thing that she needs, the only thing that she wants. And even when the 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 subject of like we got to go back and drop off the meds comes up, or my or my kid might die, she still has a moment where she's like. Yeah, okay, let's go. Like, you know, like, <laughs> she still ha- is really frustrated. And then when she gets there and they drop off the meds, it's not like, okay, let's go. It's like, hey, let's use this opportunity to go scare our husbands. And it's like, well, no, like, you're obsessed with this vacation. Surely, if this was consistent, you would want to leave as soon as possible. Yeah, she says, let's go see what they get up to as soon as they think we're gone. And. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what they were expecting. That should to have find. been the other wife. That yeah. should have been the other wife, you know, saying like, hey, let's go do this. And and she's like, oh, fine, you know, or something like. <laughs> but no, they the vacation up, is the thing that matters the most. They run up to the attic. They end up getting zapped as well. Uh, and then obviously she's not very pleased uh, when <laughs> she finds out she's shrunk. She faints. Oh, yeah. And sets back I, I up. Do, um, well, I just I want to like, say, she, she sets ahead. back up. And she notices the tiki eventually, and she's like, "Oh, this was your. You think you're so smart, don't you, Wayne? You shrunk down the tiki to think I wouldn't notice." And then she yells at the top of her lungs, "I noticed!" And I just wanted to mention that. But also, like, why does it matter if it's like a quarter inch tall? Like, it's not something you ever have to deal with. You'll probably end up sweeping it up on accident while while dusting one day. Wayne said (laughs) he was going to put it in his pocket and keep it around with him because he likes it, and I thought. Why would I mean? Obviously, she has a problem with him using the machine for the reasons that we've yeah. But why mentioned. would that be an issue then? But yeah. now, now that it's already small, though, yeah. Like, why would it matter that it's in his pocket? It's I, basically gone. I mean, I I guess it's because he had to use the machine, and that's breaking a huge rule that okay. was yeah. established. But like the tiki thing, why is she upset about that? Like, I feel <laughs> seems I feel, like low priority. I feel I feel like she was on the on the verge of saying, "Why couldn't you just have an affair?" <laughs> but instead you try to deceive me with this tiki <laughs> i the thing i was gonna say that i actually did kind of like was when the dads got shrunk uh, because they're looking through the magnifying glass trying to find the tiki mm. and then you get like a pov shot of their their point of view specifically and all of a sudden the tiki gets bigger and they're like oh it didn't work and I, I like that little detail of like, oh, you get like the POV yeah. of them being shrunk. Because then they turn around and they're like, oh shit, we're small. I, it does <laughs> beg the question though, does Wayne think this is normal that the, the, it worked for like a, a 30 seconds and then it got big again? Is that something that's happened before to some of his test subjects? Well, he did alter his uh, shrink ray, so. True, maybe. true, true. <laughs> uh, so. Um, so yeah, there's, there was there that that I enjoyed. But it, it again, it's not very consistent because when the, the wives get hit with the shrink ray, they like, whoa, like they feel it or something like when they get hit because there's yeah. like a flailing that happens. Like so it's, it's fine that it doesn't look well. the same because it's a different perspective. <laughs> we're seeing, we're looking at them instead of looking through their eyes. But yeah. you're right. They do this sort of hand wavy thing like they're like going down like, like a water Like they've been struck shoot. by something. Yeah. yeah. But the guys didn't feel it. And I'm, I'm like, what, is this just because they're men and they're tough and the wives are weak women and they'll, they'll feel it. <laughs> I just want a little consistency in my kids' movie. (laughs) 
Well, that's the thing. Like, people hand-wave stuff this away and say, oh, it's a kid's movie, it doesn't matter. But here's the thing. The movies work better for kids when it obeys its own rules because the kids can yeah. follow the logic. When it doesn't follow logic, it is just silly and kids won't like it as much. Like, it, it, yeah. still, it still it still, matters to the kids. They, they may not be... Cool they I mean, may not yeah. be able to articulate why it's not working. They may not be able to articulate what's wrong with it, but they'll not like it as much. Like, because I, mm-hmm. I didn't when it came to stuff like this as a kid. Like, I, I definitely didn't like it as much. So, uh, it's, it's definitely worth mentioning. Um, yeah. So, I mean, from here, Alison Mack invites her friends over, who bring a bubble machine as well as more snacks. I mean, uh, if I had, like, friends come over and one of them brought a bubble machine when I was 12, I would have been, like, rocking. This is going to be a good day. <laughs> I'm not mad that they brought a bubble machine. I think what's quite interesting about this is that the, the two boys got up to some mischief on their own for a bit where they, they've got, like, a model volcano and they use, like, a balloon to have a chili volcano so that it lands on their sausage men and then they eat the sausage covered in chili. It's like, okay, this feels a very elaborate. I guess this, this is them showing that the kid of Wayne Zelensky who knows how to do shit like this, but using mm-hmm. it for a really kiddie thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. Science. I mean, I guess. yeah, <laughs> it was fine. It seems a little bit like, I guess kids like playing with food, right? So I, I guess it makes I, sense. I feel like the point of it more than anything was for Alice and Mac to come in and act more grown up and say, look at this mess, like you're cleaning this up, to like sort of indicate that she was going to be a little bit more mature mm-hmm. throughout the movie uh which you know becomes a thing what's interesting to me though is that and this did actually feel kind of oddly like real to me bizarre and i'm I'm not complimenting the writing that much but so the two the two boys like are like not thrilled that there's like four or five girls coming over to hang out right um and Alison Max like, hey, you're going to serve us drinks. Like, it's actually just, you know, Gatorade, but we're going to pretend it's champagne so you can bring it out in a tray. And they're like, piss off. <laughs> we, we don't, you, you don't rule us. And then Mila Kunis shows up and Adam's like got a crush, like instantly. And he's like, you know, on second thoughts, we'll be your slaves. <laughs> like, uh, we're good with that. So he, he, so he awkwardly tries to interact a couple of times and it doesn't look great at first. But then as the night is going on, it seems like they're actually getting along with the girls quite well. They're doing it like, you know, the brother's doing the impressions. Uh, they're joking around. And it seems like, bizarrely, like the two boys are getting on well with all of her friends. You know, I, I'm not saying they're hitting it off and like he's got a chance with the, the, the girl who's three or four years older at this age. But, I'm, it, you know, it, it seems like pleasant enough vibes wise. And then yeah. the other boys come in who are the girl's age. And all of a sudden they're tweet, treated like dweebs and young and... The girls start laughing at them and it's like oh this is actually really sad because everything was all fine and nice and now they're going to have trust issues their entire life because all of them have just turned their backs on them mm-hmm. immediately so now they're know. going to go on some forums <laughs> hey, no it to... checks out like because i i had a you know an older and younger sibling growing ah, up yes, my, yes. My, my, and we you know when we had cousins uh when i used to live in the same country as the <laughs> They would uh, come over and, you know, you would get kind of separated by age. Yeah. And you would just stick to to that age. And, it, you know, when everybody was like, when there wasn't that many people around and it was already a mishmash, like, yeah, we all got, we're all, we're all the kids, you know, we all got along and we could all get along and have fun. But then once someone else comes in and, you know, pulls their arm, like, oh, that's for babies or something, you know, that all of a sudden there's clicks. 
They yes. just happen naturally. And it becomes annoying. And now you can't play with them anymore. And you just want to play Legos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was fine. Because they dare Alison Mack to phone this guy she thinks is cute and tell him she's, he's cute, which she does. And then he just takes it upon himself to show up with two other friends to this quote-unquote party. party. <laughs> yes. He's uh, Mr. Cool. He, I, I thought this guy was so lame anymore. Maybe it's the 90s haircut. But it's I just, the haircut. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he wanted to be in the Backstreet Boys, and I'm like, nah, dude. Like, you're trying it's so that, hard. It's that bull cut. It's that Jonathan Taylor Thomas look. Like, they, every boy had it. Joe, Joe is so funny, is that in a weird way, it's actually kind of progressive. Like, because later on, when he takes Alison Mack out of the kitchen and he's talking nice to her, but then quickly goes in for a kiss at one point. The way she reacts in some ways is very progressive, but at the same time, because this is a Disney Channel movie, it feels like the, the exact dialogue she has is too, like, thought out. It's, like, too specific yeah. and messagey. For, so it doesn't sound natural. It's nice. What she's saying is good. She's saying, hey, you didn't ask me, and maybe this, blah, 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 but you forced it on me. I'm like, the message in here is solid, but the problem is, is it sounds like a, an infomercial for kids. It's, this is like a, there's a lesson on a bit of paper that she's been told to read about consent and yeah. it just it felt a bit weird to me oh yeah i mean i think this is a thing that you can probably hand wave for it being a kid's movie sure and yeah that's fair like it's at least the mom's there and like she's proud of her so you know it's a sweet message and stuff like that and even the the cool boy at school who's going to give her a kiss is like you know she's not ready for that yeah yeah, I mean, obviously they didn't have her swear or anything, but it felt like when it cut to the mum when she's tiny yeah. watching this, she's like, "Get effed, Ricky," <laughs> and like fist and then, pumping. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, it's like it is Alison Mack that you're watching, so it's... that is a weird wrinkle <laughs> on this. You're given, you know, consent, and her is a kind of an interesting pair, shall we say? Yes. Anyway, like, uh... you didn't even tattoo me first. Or brand. I think they got branded. It was branded, yeah, not tattooed. Yeah. I got the joke. I, I got the dark <laughs> joke, though. Yeah, come on, camera. Stop, stop doing that thing where you get out of it. Yeah, apparently, uh, Alison Matt was complaining this week that she couldn't find work as an actor. And my first thought was, well, is an actor strike going on for a star? I mean, that might be part of your problem, but... I mean, she has been out of the loop. Yeah. Um, I feel like you might have to give up that career, right? You know what? Just be happy you're not in prison anymore and... It's the only thing she knows. She's been in, you know, since she was a kid. If that's not even the youngest I've seen her in something, she's in Police Academy 6, which you've also seen. Yeah, because it stars the world's sexiest man, Gary Grant. <laughs> any any women listening to this show, I want you to Google Gary Graham and just see how absurd that statement Don't put was. 2023 on it. <laughs> yeah you have to see him in the 70s and 80s it has to be that that era the, yeah the curly haired one i got a little i got an illustration of him up there uh-huh very good got that commissioned yeah 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 uh so that's basically all the stuff the kids are going through except from the the younger uh cousin getting sick at some point and needing some bananas which allison max like hey he needs potassium and then adam's like i don't let's get potassium bananas and he yeah <clears throat> I think everybody knows this. It seemed it was a little bit confusing where they're like, he needs potassium. Find something with potassium. Like, okay, bananas. Like everybody's got bananas. I mean, <laughs> bananas. Like everyone knows bananas have potassium. 
I mean, not only do I know bananas have potassium, I'm pretty sure it's the only thing I know that has potassium. I couldn't name you anything potatoes. else. Oh, the potatoes? Have, okay, fair enough. I did not know that. Bananas and potatoes. And I'm pretty sure anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it like another I didn't I don't mean to bring up the Navy twice in one review, but like I do remember in boot camp they were talking about like what what are things that like bombs are made of and everyone had to like or people had to say you know like um orange juice <laughs> like we could say water i guess like oh there's uh you know whatever kind of explosive materials are in them. and then someone said potassium and I was like, and all i could think of were banana bombs for like the rest of the night <laughs> banana bombs like i guess it is an element that could be used for explosions mm. or but I was actually banana just, bombs is just a really funny term. It's not been that long since I watched it, so I was actually just referencing Fight Club of all things because he mentions in that that you can make explosives out of like orange juice and soap or something stupid like that. I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, that could be made up. I don't know. Did you like that movie when you watched it? No, not really. Yeah, too overdone. Uh, just not, just not for me. I, I can appreciate there's a lot of skill in it. It's not exactly, it's not like a lazy movie or anything. It's just not. Yeah. I, I talked about it for like two hours. You can go check it. Right, watch the review, everyone. Yeah, Don't the review's already watching. out. You can go check it. Uh, yeah. So the adults, though, they're like, okay, what can we yeah, do? Yeah, if your kid has a potassium deficiency, you know, as a parent, as a mother, who has to pay for medication for potassium, that banana is the one of the cheapest things at the grocery store. Well, has on, potassium in it, right? To be, to, to be fair, <laughs> she's not in the conversation. Like they can't hear her. Right? Maybe you could question that the big sister Alice and Max should know that fact already. That's fair enough. But the mum, like, but the mum doesn't even bring it up. True, true. But she's 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 just I think she's just panicking because the mums are small. Okay. They don't they, don't, they can't. Like, hear I'll the let mums. it slide because it's a kids' movie, and I think this is also like the kids have to be have to play the scientist and have to like. Oh, we listen to our parents. Like my dad, scientist taught me that potassium is in bananas. That's it. It's a sweet lesson for kids in a science-y kind of way. But as an adult watching it, it's a little frustrating. All right. So the adults, <laughs> otherwise, though, their whole thing is they have to try and figure out a way to like, get the kids' attention. So they have to get down from the attic, which they do on like a fishing reel, uh, going down to Adam's window. And they go into Adam's room from there. Uh, there's a whole joke here where like Wayne's trying to think of a solution. And the joke is, is that Gordon's already noticed the fishing line. And Wayne's, but Wayne's a bit of a dick actually. Where he's like, "Hey, I'm, Please, the, I'm a scientist. I'm the scientist here. I'll think <laughs> I'll of the, I'll think of the, uh, the solution." Uh, to the point where when he finally says, "Hey, what about a fishing reel, Wayne?" And then he looks over, and both the wives are like, "It's like the presenters on like a game show, and they're both like presenting it." Uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, anywho, uh, they get into Adam's room, and there's a Hot Wheels track that starts up at the desk, and they're like, "Hey, this would get us somewhere." And so they, they sit in the Hot Wheels car and go flying. Not before that. getting the little rubber bands for the braces. Is that what they were for? I didn't even realize what they were for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot what they're called. I never had braces, uh, but like all my friends did. <laughs> and so, yeah, they had they have these little rubber bands. They're like super small. Mm. And you put them in the, the things. Yeah, yeah. I th when they said strap in, I thought they were going to like put them around them and the seat so that they'd be like yeah. tied to the seat, but they don't. They just put them on themselves and sit in the seat. And I thought that's not going to keep you anywhere. <laughs> not really. I guess it adds more volume so that like maybe you 
I don't know. So it's, it's a little bit of like a life preserve. I mean, I, I guess maybe the, the, the thinking is, is that it's wedging you in as opposed to yeah. like strapping you in. But strapping seems better overall, though, I would say. But you know, that would be more like a seatbelt. Yes. But it might be difficult to do on a Hot Wheels toy. Anywho, they go down this track. And of course, because Adam's Hot Wheels track, there's a lot of like like dangerous bits because he wanted it to be exciting so there's like a truck that almost hits him at one point and there's other things it's all just what it is but they end up flying off the end of the track and get into the the laundry chute so they end up in the laundry and then quite quickly adam and his cousin come down and pick up the laundry and take it back up to his bedroom so they've actually achieved nothing they're back to where mm-hmm. they started there is a <laughs> gag here though where adam pulls out a magazine and says hey my dad would kill me if he knew about this and this sort of starts the part of the movie where the, the parents keep like witnessing their kids do something and like they're, they're reacting, though this is what they're doing when we're not around. And we don't see what the magazine is, but the obvious... Like, it's implica- implied that it's... Porn, right? Pornography. Right? And like Wayne and Diana are like, oh, we're so sorry about this. And the other two are just sort of standing awkwardly. And it, the joke's really obvious because the whole movie, he's been saying, I want to go to baseball camp, but the dad wants to send him to science camp. So when they finally see what the magazine is and it's like Sports Illustrated for kids, yeah, it's like, yeah, obvious that was going to be the joke. I'd actually respect them more if it just said Playboy. Not see anything. Obviously, I don't expect to see anything, but just the Playboy logo at the top or something. Just to be like, hey, they're they're looking at, looking at boobs. Boobs are great. I, I don't know. I concur. Anyway, uh, the... <laughs> They end up getting downstairs because the bubble machines at the top of the stairs firing out bubbles. And Wayne decides that the, the physics work, that they can ride the bubbles down. Even though bubbles pop in the air all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so they jump in the bubbles and they split up. So the, so the, the two men are going to the stereo system because Wayne... Uh, knows how to reverse the speaker into a microphone to amplify their voice, which actually isn't complete bullshit. I mean, I'm not sure what he's if he, what he's doing is correct, but speakers can become crappy microphones if you, quote unquote, reverse <laughs> the polarity. Uh, <laughs> did you just pull a Star Trek? I did just pull a Star Trek. <laughs> the wives, on the other hand, are on their way to the kitchen because they're trying to. What were they trying to do? What was their goal? Look for the pills? Oh, that's what it was, yeah. It was to look for the... Because, they, yeah, they know the kid's starting to feel sick, so they're they're looking for the pills. Not that it's going to achieve anything immediately, because they can't signal anyone. Or, you know, because no one can see them or hear them. Which is actually... What, this was a problem, I guess, kind of in the first one, but it's, it's more of an issue here, because there's multiple times where they're, like, in the same room as one of the kids, and they're all yelling, and the kids never notice them. But they mentioned at one point that they're about three quarters of an inch tall. And that kind of tracks with some of the visuals that are next to it. And I thought, three quarters of an inch, like, it's small, but, like, you would see it. Yeah, you would, you would see a bug that, yeah. that was that big. And be like, ugh. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, three quarters of an inch And maybe, is, like, swipe like, it away. <laughs> you know, but, but, but that, like... Like a Polly Pocket. I feel like this movie really underestimates how much people are looking at the floor when they're walking around. Because you do. You look at the floor to make sure you're not stepping in stuff or... You know, whatever, yes. especially if you got Although cats. Although I do step in stuff, <laughs> but you know, I, I, like I, I tend to look down at the floor a lot, and I feel like m- movies like to ignore that fact. And may- maybe some people do always never look at the floor, but I don't know. I feel like it's actually really easy to do that all the time. So, uh, but yeah, they they go to that and they witness the whole kiss thing, and they're commenting on that as it happens. There's also a scene where there's a daddy long legs, which they end up uh, saving from a spider's web, which which coos. 
Yes. I mean, the ant did also in the first movie. It made cooing noises. You're like, why are you being adorable? <laughs> uh, which is Diane getting over her. At least it doesn't get murdered by a scorpion, though. That's true. That's true. Diane almost kills it earlier on in the movie, though, when she's big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw that foreshadow coming. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> did you think Wayne was asking to be murdered when they're climbing the wicker chair? And he turns to Diane and says, hey, at least you're getting some exercise, honey. Yes. <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not okay. <laughs> like, phrasing is so important. Like, see if he'd said, hey, you've been saying you want to get some exercise. This kind of counts. Like, that phrasing, that works a bit better. Because it's like, oh, that's something she said. And he's saying, hey, this kind of counts, you know, so you can feel better that you're doing this. But that's not how he phrases it. He just... Yep. He just he just hits out with that, and it's like hey, at least you get some exercise. Maybe you'll burn some of those uh, some of those fat reservoirs you got. <laughs> I'm a hotshot scientist. I had a young, skinny, hot wife, and you've not been filming. He's like, the bill. hey, I've replaced you once. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a third Diane. <laughs> oh, dear. The ride has the original Diane, so oh, that's canon. This know. one's not. Good to know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the dads basically do the thing with the speaker. At this point, the other guys who are there are starting to act out and, like, ruin stuff and, like, knock books off shelves and mess around with stuff. And Adam tries to tell him to stop and he gets all mean about it and he's like, what are you going to do, pipsqueak? The daddy's boy. Uh, and then when the speaker's turned into a mic, uh, Gordon Zelensky starts talking and they don't know where it's coming from. Although, you would be able to tell it's coming from the speaker because, it, like, you listen to speakers all the time. You know what a speaker sounds like, but, you know, whatever. You were just um, listening to music. So he says he's God and they get rid of them. I'm glad that the kids did actually, like, knew the whole time this was their dad because I, I would have called bullshit and, like, not recognizing their dad's voice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's basically, like, yeah, they go find everyone and they put them in front of the shrink ray. The only notable thing here, really, is the kids for a second think, you know, we don't have to make them big immediately. We could leave them shrunken for a while. They're basically like, hey, we got this. Even our parents approved of, like, how we ran the show while they were gone. And all I could think was, okay, think about it, guys. They pay for everything. You kind of need the income that your parents They don't know about that yet. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that $40 you already spent on all those snacks for the party, like, you know, that's not going to last you very long. Like, you're going to be hungry in, like, three days. So... (laughs) Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, once they, uh, you know, enlarge the parents, everyone hugs, Wayne gives his brother the CEO job of his company, and that's it. And then the final joke of the movie is after they've picked up Adam from baseball camp and they're driving him home, the tiki statue has now been made big and it's in the backyard, so it's like taller than the house. And I can't imagine why they did that or why Diane isn't strangling her husband. But it's a funny final shot, I guess. It's also illegal. It's also very, very illegal. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So I I don't know what to make of that. It felt like like a joke that didn't really make sense with everything else the movie did. Plus it was so ugly. Like I think they said like he got it at a, it's not like a real tiki. He got it at like a miniature golf. 
option or something? <laughs> no, she said, it looks she, like it. Like it looks like it's just made of hollow plastic. No, she said it belonged at miniature golf. She didn't say he got it from there. Although, okay, but it for, does look like that. I mean, yeah, it looks like that. But that, <laughs> that's that was the line. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Honey, I blew up the kid. It's nowhere near as good as the first one, but it feels like a proper sequel, and it still feels like it's got this, the budget and the scope, has yeah. enough returning actors that it feels worthwhile. Everyone feels like the character still, and it's 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 cute and funny, and it's got a nice story between the mother and son. This one feels like we have less money, we're doing more simple things with a lot of green screen, and a lot of the the ideas and logic just feel really pared down to be simpler and cheaper. Even just as simple as like, oh no, this is about a couple of kids having some friends over and then some of them turn out to be dicks. It just all feels a little bit TV movie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Even the idea, like they use, they, they talk, the, the mothers talk to the daddy long leg who like agrees to carry them up a table, um, which is ridiculous because... I mean, even in the first film, yeah, there's like a, a relationship or a bond like a, that happens with the aunt, but they still use the Oreo and stuff it, yeah, to like to, to lure it. The it's, cookie. More, it's more like a horse or a donkey in the first movie where you still have to treat it. It's, it's like it's a bond forming, but you still have yes. to direct it in a no, way. No, that... this is like the whale in the Avatar sequel <laughs> where they just, we just talk to each other and they understand. Yeah. We're both mothers. <laughs> That's it. I have nothing else. It's just not, you know, it, I don't think it's like ultra painful. I just think it's just a. a just, it is it, short. It's short. It just, like, it's nice to see Rick Moranis be Wayne, I guess, because he's still, he is still him. It's the, he's the one authentic thing in this movie. It's still him. You can't deny that. But yeah. That's, I'm going to have to watch something else with him in it tonight, <laughs> I think, just so I love him again. <laughs> but sadly everything else just feels too pared down it, it feels smaller in scope and yeah so you know doesn't it doesn't have the great neighbor characters the original doesn't have the witty jokes no uh there's so much setup and payoff in that first movie that's really slick that this just does not have so because it'd be, it'd be one thing if it was okay it's much cheaper but the writing still is good like that would be mm -hmm. an interesting like result because it'd be like okay this is still actually quite good it's just not as impressive visually that would be a very interesting thing to have to talk about because it would be very conflicting. But as it is, it's just kind of like, nah, it's pretty mediocre in every way. So it's, it's easy to just kind of write it off and tell everyone not to bother. Unless you're just such a huge Honey, I Shrunk the Kids fan that you have to consume every minute that's ever existed of any of its content. I mean, there was a show, right? You, you there was a TV show, yeah. yeah. I, I've watched a good bit of the TV... Well, I watched a good bit of the TV show back then. Like, I... I don't remember it that well. I remember the mum being kind of hot, and I remember... I brought that up before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there being like different inventions every episode. Like, she the, stacked, the... isn't she? That's what, what's going on. I'm going to look it up. She, I mean, she might have been. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember specifically, but she may have been stacked. You have a type. <laughs> what do you mean I've got a type? I, <laughs> big boobed ladies aren't my type. You don't often say like, "Oh, she's she's hot," except when there's a. <laughs> That's not true. There's plenty of petite women that I find very attractive. This is this is nonsense. I'm still verifying. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking. 
Uh, uh, we're done though. Like, how much stolen? Of it? Like, rate the movie, Tara. We're we're at that point. You know, it's a kids' movie, so I think I am going to give some kind of forgiveness here. But I I don't really like the film very much, and you know, I know that the sequel was already a step down, but I think the um this one just feels like uh, it, it's a little bit sad to watch because Diane's not there and. <clears throat> And yeah, it's just, I don't know if cash grab is the right terminology at this point, maybe, but it's, it just feels sad and I don't like it. So, but maybe if I was a kid and I watched it, I would have enjoyed it. So I think I'll give it a forgiving four. (laughs) A forgiving four. Um, I guess the best way to describe it would be to say that it's kind of like what Disney are doing now with bringing Hocus Pocus back to sell Disney+. Plus. This was them using one of their properties from the start of the decade to sell the Disney Channel. And what's funny is that when I did uh, Santa Claus, or this Santa Claus last year, um, there's a line in there talking about the Disney Channel, and it felt really kind of like, oh, you're like promoting your new channel <laughs> and your, your new big movie. Uh, I, I think that that's the vibe I get from this. This is them milking something while they still could. And you know, speaking of milking, <laughs> <laughs> she is very cute. She looks like um, she's kind of got like a Christy Brinkley thing going on. Uh, I don't know who that is, but I'll <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, that's uh, I mean, what what am I reading? I suppose uh, uh four, uh. Yeah, four, four seems about right to me. I'll, I'll agree with the four. Okay, we're in agreement. All right, there you go. That's uh, honey. We shrunk ourselves, and we uh, did it. We we've done another franchise that need to be crossed off. Uh, next time, I believe we're doing Return of the Jedi. We're crossing off the original Star Wars trilogy. Obviously, Tara won't be the one sticking around to do all the other movies. David gets that pleasure. <laughs> well, let's hope he's seen the original three before he goes into the prequels. <laughs> I think he's at least seen the original Star Wars movies. And if he hasn't... Because uh, I'll, I'll just reveal now, David, there's going to be a little segment at the end of the show where David, most weeks, is going to try and also watch a movie that we've already done in the show to build up his knowledge of just sci-fi in general. <laughs> what? Just tell him to watch their reviews. No, that doesn't count. The point is, is that eventually when we do countdowns and stuff, he actually has a nice, you know, breadth of uh, uh, things. So, um, We've done a lot. It, that's right. And he's got access to all of our ratings, so he can target the, the good ones <laughs> if he wants to. Oh, yeah, send me those ratings. <laughs> yeah, you've got a top 50 And also do the bonus ones, because I like those. Uh, they're, they're, on the, they're on the database. Excellent. <laughs> I need that spreadsheet. <laughs> You ain't getting jack shit. You have to do it from memory. Come on. <laughs> All right. That's I gave the... you like a four months notice here. <laughs> that's the show, everyone. That's the Atomic Sam Experiment. Uh, you can support all the content over at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Um, I, won't, I won't bother promoting bonus A stuff because that's kind of coming to an end with Tara leaving. But there are bonus monthly shows that are worth checking out. Uh, there's Extra Reels, which is a bonus show that I do with David, where we do some of the worst movies of all time. Uh, there's the opposite of that, the Criterion Cut, where we do movies from the Criterion Collection. 
And then me and Tim do a bonus Screams After Midnight uh, on there every month where we do like a really goofy B-movie uh, from, from the horror genre. So there's also a video game podcast that I do with Connor monthly. There's a lot of bonus content over on Patreon. Well, so if that all sounds good. I'd uh, buy that for a dollar times three. Three dollars or five dollars, depending on what shows we're talking about. Different tiers, but but yes, there we go. That's the show. Uh, hey, I saved RoboCop for uh, for for David. You're welcome. You did. You also did all the Transformers movies, so he wouldn't have to. So that's there's going to be sequels. There is going to be sequels, but I think he is grateful. He was grateful that Ghost of Mars get taken off the table. Yeah, because that was high priority. <laughs> it was it was high manure. Oh. No? Nailed it. First try. Way to go. <laughs> don't patronize me. Right? It was a great joke. Don't don't be Look how much I'm smiling. Don't be Diane Zelensky and tell me <laughs> to get rid of my tiki statue, okay? <laughs> or you'll recast me. <laughs> or I'll recast you. <laughs> so that's the atomic Sound experiment thank you very much for joining us you can uh like subscribe those things help out a lot uh they help people find the show on the channel rate us five stars on itunes if you listen to the podcast version but regardless any all help is appreciated but thank you very much once again for joining us we always appreciate it keep watching science fiction and computer ad seltzer Thank you.